Hendricks Regional Health, your health care partner that has been nationally recognized for creating outstanding patient experiences, is proud to present Health Talks with HRH. Here's Melanie Cole. Headaches are something we all experience. If your headache symptoms are severe enough, your primary care doctor may refer you to a neurologist. My guest today is Dr. Joseph Herr. He's a neurologist with Hendricks Regional Health. Welcome to the show, Dr. Herr. So do we know the cause of some headaches? People get them migraines, they get sinus headaches. Do we know a general cause? What is a headache? I think what I'd almost be more interested in is what causes people to not have headaches because it's, uh, having done neurology for 30 years, um, so many people that I run into, not only in the office, but um, just in my regular civilian life, have a lot of headaches. Um, I hear from family members. I hear from uh, neighbors and friends. And basically all I can really attest to is the, the neurologist's approach. And I think in answer to your question, first of all, the brain itself really is not a site that has pain. But there are a lot of protective mechanisms in the head. That is protective mechanisms in the head and around the head um, that might be uh, pushed a little far that may make for more headaches. And so in my approach to headaches, first of all, I want to find out everything that I can about how often and what are we doing about them, about the, the headaches and um, what, uh, what responses might be. But before the patient leaves, I really want them to be on the same page with the neurologist about, okay, what is it that the neurologist worries about? The neurologist didn't order a scan or did order a scan. What's the neurologist looking for? And so in that respect, there's really two things that a person might expect seeing a neurologist about headaches. Number one, is the neurologist worried and going to investigate with testing? And B, if the neurologist isn't worried, then how are we going to manage? And we do a little bit of both. So first question is, who needs imaging? When is it reasonable to do a CAT scan or an MRI scan of the brain? And generally, what seals the deal for me that we need that is if somebody has had neurological change in addition to the headache such as they've lost vision in an eye or had double vision or they've been weak or numb on one side of the body, or maybe it's even a more acute problem that somebody's decided they need to go to the emergency room because they have a bad headache and they have fever. All of those things would necessitate somebody getting imaging. Also, if somebody's had headaches years and years and years and nothing seems to work, it probably is a good idea to check imaging for refractory headaches. But I think the point here is that not everybody has to have imaging in order for us to not worry. Um, second part, how does the neurologist manage? Well, it depends a lot on uh, at least 90% of the headache patients that I see will be one or two patterns, one of two patterns. First pattern will be intermittent severe headaches that throb and make people nauseous and may make them non-productive. And those are my 
high grain category. And those are well treated with medications that a lot of doctors have access and knowledge of and how to um, prescribe. So I don't see a lot of that pattern. Generally, what I see is chronic daily headache. And that's defined as having more than 15 days out of 30 of headache for longer than six months. And generally, in those people, and also in people that have very frequent migraine, we're going to try to tailor some kind of preventative treatment for them to use in addition to whatever abortive treatment that they take at time of headache. I think one of the most important things that neurologists end up explaining to patients about headaches is there is a problem that's called rebound. And that means that if you're having a headache every day, Excedrin or ibuprofen or Tylenol or um, Aleve or variants of those taken every day aren't going to handle the problem for very long before they become part of the problem. So that was going to be my next question is, as a layperson, when is it that we decide, okay, I do have to go see a neurologist. I've been taking Aleve or Motrin, and this isn't going away. I've tried hydrating. I've tried all of these home remedies, and it doesn't seem to be going away. How long does somebody do that before they come to see you? Well, realizing that um, the average wait time for a, a first appointment with a neurologist in the state of Indiana might be in terms of weeks rather than days, um, if a person says to themselves, well, it really doesn't seem like what I'm doing is working, A, what I'm taking no longer is helping for the headache, or what I'm taking, I just have to start all over again tomorrow. Um, so if what you're doing doesn't work for the individual headache or you're finding that you have to treat more than three or four days every week for headache, you need to see the neurologist about it. Also, um, we are, we need to be more, con- headaches are super common and nearly everybody has a headache once in a while. We need to be more concerned about the other symptoms. If you've got symptoms that your brain or your vision isn't working right during the headache or during the headache and after the headache, that's probably time to think about, do I need to talk to my doctor? Do I need to go to the emergency room? Uh, Do I need a referral for a neurologist? So I think it is, you know, whatever's happening with headaches, it is a very reasonable thing to talk about with your primary care doctor and decide, is it time for me to see a neurologist? So people get headaches for all kinds of reasons, Dr. Her stress and whatever. But then there are people that get migraine headaches, and they they experience this severe pain. And when they describe it, it really sounds it sounds awful. So with somebody who does suffer migraines, and even kids get them now. So what do you do for them? What kind of treatments are even available? Well. The first thing that I do when I see a child that happens to have migraines is um, I ask that we pay attention to when they are occurring. Um, What I see in children 
a lot is once school is in session, the child comes home with a migraine on Monday. And generally, it's because of the sleep deprivation from sleeping late on Saturday and Sunday morning, going to bed early on Sunday, not being able to sleep, and then getting up very early, sleep-deprived, Monday morning, headache by the end of the day. So establish the pattern and realize that this guy out of my kids is not one that I'm going to let stay up very late on Fridays and Saturday nights because we miss school on Monday. Then, if I don't find something that way, the first thing that I will prescribe is let him take two baby aspirins and a Coke when this happens because the other most provocative trigger in uh, childhood headache is going to be we didn't eat well that day. Um, so a little sugar on board, a little caffeine in the uh, in the um, Coke, which will make the blood vessels that are perhaps dilated a bit in a migraine squeeze a little tighter and um, not be so throbbing, uh, that's a good way for me to treat it. Um, so from a migraine standpoint, we have a variety of agents that we use in adults for prevention that you take every day to prevent a migraine, and a variety of um, agents that we might have people take for the acute headache. But realizing that there's this thing that's called rebound, we, I, I really feel like abortive treatment only is only going to be good for that person who needs to treat five or six days of headache per month or less. If we're getting five or six or more per month, then it's time to use some kind of medicine that's preventative. So what other roles does a neurologist play? What other conditions do you treat? A neurologist is, is a medical specialist of the brain and the nervous system. And um, that's much like saying a cardiologist is a medical specialist of the cardiovascular system and the heart. He's not going to do bypass surgery, but he is going to diagnose and treat problems with the heart. A neurologist diagnosed treatment diagnoses and treats problems that have to do with the nervous system. And that may be headache. That may be Parkinson's disease, stroke, multiple sclerosis, um, spinal cord problems, um, peripheral nerve issues like carpal tunnel syndrome and other pinched nerves. A, a neurologist might uh, specialize in some kind of pain management or um, super specialized in, in, in movement disorders, mainly Parkinson's disease and others. Um, we have neurologists around town that have a special interest in one problem or another that may see more of that problem than a general neurologist does. But if you think to yourself, this could be a problem in my nervous system, in, in what my nerves are telling me, what my nerves are asking my muscles to do, um, what is happening with my uh, sensation, uh, what's happening with my brain and my ability to think and concentrate and remember. Those are all things that neurologists evaluate. 
So wrap it up for us, Dr. Herr, with your best advice about headaches, when to see a neurologist, what you really tell people every day that come to you and say, oh, I get these headaches all the time and they're so uncomfortable. What do you tell them all the time? That um, aspirins, Tylenols, Excedrins, and ibuprofens, um, if you're taking them every day, it's not working and we got to find something different for the management of that. Great advice. Thank you so much, doctor, for being with us today. Thank you, Melanie. You're listening to Health Talks with HRH, Hendricks Regional Health. And for more information, please visit Hendricks.org. That's Hendricks.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.